Oh, I'm here to tell you that ain't happening. We are making a stand right here tonight. So I don't care who you are, Mr. Draft Pick. Come on down here, Mr. Monday Night, and let the Nature Boy and I show you who calls the shots around here. Who's it gonna be? Who is it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to walk out here right now if I were him. If it is a him. and gentlemen welcome to episode 85 of the r8 era podcast the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and prove to the world that raw's still the a show isn't it because this draft the is big atrocious. <laughs> as it is time for the voyage to vengeance 2005 as always i'm dave and as always joining me is big sexy and we're sat in a new place yes we are <laughs> you've got your own ruthless towers it's my very own ruthless towers. Actually, in an actual tower. <laughs> Are you excited for the voyage? Only two weeks of Raws and yes. two weeks of Smackdowns. I, I'm as I, I'm built to one night as we took a stroll to one night stand. Yeah, extreme rules. <laughs> Same shit. Uh, yeah, I think it was it was a nice little break, wasn't it? Because yes, two week builds. You got the two so easy. that first two weeks with the ECW. We got the build towards obviously the pay-per-view but also you did get a little bit of build on raw side towards vengeance mm. but now it's all guns blazing towards vengeance the, the draft is in full swing um and then smackdown obviously they're building still towards uh great american bash and yeah. it's all about eddie versus ray and eddie versus ray <laughs> yeah that's all we've got so far you say versus ray yeah, but then obviously they have a match on smackdown so are, they, so fucking are, are they not gonna have absolutely but are they not gonna have a match at great american bash I don't remember if they were not. Uh, fuck no, I really haven't. I know they have a match at SummerSlam. No, yeah, obviously. Where the fuck's Vicky? Yeah, yes. Um, but this, this, this is Great American Bash the 2005. I have no idea. I have no I'm not even going to look. I don't want to spoil it for myself. Because at the minute, the card, I can't even work it. No idea. No idea. It's very interesting. But that is a bit further down the line, Michael. Let's get on then to Monday Night Raw. It's the first Raw after ECW Extreme Rules One Night Stand. 
It is the 13th of June 2005. We are from the Broome County Arena in Binghamton, New York. Uh, we've just over 3,000 people in attendance. Um, it looks a small place. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out, which yeah, was a does. nice fucking pop, Mike's dad. Um, he thanks everyone for the great ovation, but he gets right to the point. He says there's a man here who feels like he's been failed by the system, has been given the, has been fucked over time yeah. and time and time again. Fucked about. Therefore, Austin is out to give an unbiased opinion, so let's get the defendant out here right now. Mohammed Hussein. Mohammed Hussein and Davari. Um, we see a package of Hassan being discriminated against. Um, he does have a point. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said this. He Unbeaten. Has, he He's never point. been pinned. <laughs> never <laughs> submitted. He has a point. Um, I thought it was fucking brilliant. Uh, Austin's like, <laughs> he goes, I just think you're a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> like, he wipes spit off his face with his headscarf and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and he says that he's been wronged by the system, so tonight he's getting it in the Continental title shot. Um, which, Austin fair, sees fair the fair dues, side. Fair dues. Um, obviously, Mohamed Hassan doesn't win because uh, I'd never remembered him winning the Intercontinental title. Uh, <laughs> yeah, title because uh, well, we'll get to it. But. Yeah, um, Austin gets involved, um, starts beating on Hassan. Um, obviously, that gets Hassan the victory. Well, so he, he wanted a match called down, right down the middle. Hassan went and got the chair, yeah. which weren't going to make it fair. Yeah, and he's still he's still undefeated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's still undefeated, so a win-win for everyone. We got to see Austin. Shelton got to defend his IC belt. Shelton didn't lose. Hassan didn't lose. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. Uh, we go backstage to Eric Bischoff and the coach, and it got me that Bischoff was there, because Bischoff took one hell of a beating last night, yeah, he's, and he's not even got he's a He's rubbing his neck. Yeah, he's not even got a he's putting his neck brace. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Have himself... Um, he doesn't want to hear nothing about ECW. Uh, Chris Jericho comes in and he complains about Christian getting the world title shot of vengeance. Tonight, he'll beat up Christian to prove his point. Uh, Triple H then comes in. Him and Jericho have a stare down. Um, Triple Jericho, honey. <laughs> Triple H wants to know who the draft pick is tonight. He says, whoever the new pick is, they get to go face-to-face with Batista. But whoever it's going to be, do not think about interfering with my shit with Batista. Or then you're going to have a problem with the game. That's a warning, stark warning to well, the. Why are they saying it's a Batista? Because, you know, after Sunday. Why are they saying it's well, a block? Sunday, after Vengeance, it could be Triple H. Why are they saying draft pick? It's a block. It could be Tony Wilson. Yeah. It could be Don Marie. <laughs> I don't think it is. Could be McTaker. <laughs> could you imagine being draft pick? It's Michelle fucking McCall. <laughs> hey, Batista. How big's your dick? <laughs> Um, Master Z comes out for the Master Lock Challenge and this week shit Lex Luger $11,000 are at stake and here comes his opponent fucking Sarge sick of seeing this cunt at a minute we've seen him on Hunter Games we saw him we had Sam earlier in the year he's fucking everywhere um, it, obviously we get maggots Scum. insults slime cobra clutch uh, I'm going to put you in I'm going to fuck you up Masters puts him in the Masters Lock I've never understood how the curb clutch is supposed to hurt. It's a million dollar dream, isn't it? But Same you're not move. choking them. Yeah, but I think it's it, the uncomfortableness that you're pulling the arm and obviously, obviously you've got an arm around it on the head and that. Is it uncomfortable? I, well, it's wrestling, Mike. Stop taking it so serious. Full Nelson, that's good to Yeah, Full Nelson hurts. Yeah, Full Nelson hurts. Especially if you've got someone the size of Masters putting you in it because his arms are big. Mm. Uh, Same as like when Bobby Lashley does it. But... Yeah, I've, I can see the million dollar dream hurting. Because you're pulling the arm around the head and I can I can see it hurting. Or the cobra clutch, however which way you want to call it. I've never understood yeah. how it hurt. I can. I can get that. 
Um, and then we got what felt like it went on for fucking hours. Um, a video package on Batista and Triple H. We saw yeah. everything. It was a long... And that video package, I guess we're going to see at the pay-per-view. That's going to be for the pay-per-view. hell of a long fucking video. And then whatever's happens in this week and next. Yeah. Um, it's like, we're, we're trying to fill time tonight. So what we're going to do is we're going to show a 35-minute promo package for Batista and Hunter. Um, speaking of promo packages, then we get another one. Uh, looking back at John Cena debuting last week and setting up tonight's tag match. And that moves on to tonight's match of Tyson Tonko and Christian going up against John Cena and Chris Jericho. Um, the fans are massive behind Cena. It's still, well, I know we spoke about this a couple of times, but it's still great to see. Yeah. Because obviously that dwindles fast. You know I mean, you'll give that five years and the fans are sick to death of seeing John Cena at this minute in time. Well, it starts in 2007 with Cena, eh? mm. Mm. So you're only just two years of getting these pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jericho, he gets the better uh, of Tonko, um, a kick to the head. Cena gets the first massive reaction as he enters the ring. Uh, elbow to the face and a suplex gives Cena a two. Uh, Tonko and Christian being sent outside. We go to the commercial, we come back. Uh, Christian shouldering Cena down for two. Jericho tags him in. Um, Tonko comes in with a spin wheel kick that misses so badly, even like the camera tried cutting away from it. Yeah. Uh, but we still saw how it's shit it was. a big gust of wind knocked Tonko in his ass. <laughs> Uh, Tonko gets hip tossed uh, after Cena gets the hot tag he comes in running riot Tonko gets hip, hip tossed Christian gets punched in the air um, followed up by a protobomb FU puts Tonko away obviously Cena and whoever was on his team was going to win yeah, Cena wins the first lol. match Cena wins lol uh, but after the match uh, Chris Jericho bosh never trust Jericho lays Cena out never trust a blonde Canadian <laughs> Cena gets sent into still steps all sorts um, the fans are pissed at Jericho. I'm glad Jericho's a heel again because Jericho's face is horrid. Um, yeah. So obviously, going forward after Jericho, uh, Cena's done with Christian. Is Cena and Jericho? I think or so. Triple threat, maybe. Mm. Mm, possibly. Mm. Um, and then we get Michael the Diva Search auditions. Uh, Coach and Christy Hemi there on tap to explain how important this is a big fucking deal. Um, we saw one that looked like Gail Kim. Obviously, weren't me being racist. One that looked like Summer Ray, Ray yeah. like Summer Ray, and then there were another one called Summer. <laughs> nothing like Summer Ray. <laughs> yeah, but one of Ray, and well, that, I had to rewind it. I'm like, that's. And I'm like, no, because it's 2005 and she didn't debut till like 13, 14 or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm like, that looks like Summer Ray. And then we also see who goes on to be our winner. Spoiler alert: Ashley Massaro, who yes, sticks is. out compared to them yeah. like tenfold. She just she looks like a star already in her first audition for the Diva Search. Because, yeah, she's, she's incredibly hot, but she's got that rock chick Avril Lavigne yeah, vibe. Different uh, than all yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see why she goes on to win it. You definitely can. Spoiler alert. Does that mean we don't have to watch it? Because we know who wins this time. We do one last time. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hated that crap. Diva Search bollocks. <laughs> Once again. Uh, Jericho, he's backstage with Bischoff, and he asked if that was good enough. He was like... Do you see it? Was that good? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> and uh, if the vengeance title match is still Christian's, uh, who pops up to yell, uh, make it a triple threat instead. Cue Cena to run in, go after Jericho. Um, so, yeah, triple threat, vengeance. Jericho, Christian, Cena. I'm all over that. And they're still they're fun, that. They're still packing up ECW stuff because they're, they're fading into some ECW crates. Yes. <laughs> that was last night, guys. <laughs> um, up next. Getting a bit weird, is this now? Maven versus Viscera. Um, Lillian Garcia, I said, she was liking it. I think she loves it. 
Well, I think she loves it. Look at the size of Mithra, probably. Oh, I bet he's got a baby's arm in his pants. Hundred percent. But it's it's weird. Only wrestling can you take someone as hot. It's all, wrestling and soap operas are the only two things that you can take someone incredibly hot and put them with someone that she never would in real life and try and make the world believe it's real. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly that. Um, TV choke bomb that finishes Maven quickly. Um, after he sexually assaults him. <laughs> with his bombing move. <laughs> we all saw sexually assault I am a him. fan, I'm not going to lie. I am a fan of Viscera's bombing move. <laughs> it's going to hurt, man. The kid's massive. <laughs> as Lily's not in a wheelchair. <laughs> um, we see backstage Triple H and Ric Flair. They're worried about the draft pick. Um, as it leads on to our next match, which is Kane versus Silva and Granier. You reckon the Bellin's got a chance? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Kane hammers away in the corner to start. Um, he kind of let it off. You can see he's picturing Silva and Granier. He's looking at Silva and Granier, punching him, picturing Lita. Lita and Edge. Just like Just like. Um, boot in the corner keeps Grenier in trouble uh, but he pokes Kane in the eye to get a drop kick in Kane sits up though uh, carries on the beating choke slam couple more choke slams Sylvan gets battered um, post match Kane is about to set the pyro off but here comes Lita she says Kane should be used to people not being satisfied in the lack of a bang <laughs> uh, Lita brings out Snitsky and says the whole lost baby is completely forgotten she even thanks Snitsky for getting rid of the demon spawn and offers a thank you while stroking his beard Snitsky's my pleasure they um, need to have a wank <laughs> um, Snitsky gets a little kiss and this brings out Edge um, now her fiance um, and we find out Michael the He's wedding wearing stop as well it's like oh, nice yeah. shirt great shirt uh, and we find out the wedding because they don't fuck about in wrestling yeah. is next week <laughs> next week how have they managed to get all that arranged and booked in a week I know why <laughs> because wrestling because fucking wrestling um, and then here come Triple H and Ric Flair to deal with the draft pick uh, with JR not understanding why Triple H needs to be here, which it's kind yeah. of right, uh, no to do with you. <laughs> um, you're not the champion. Triple H talks about how he's going to win the title back at Vengeance because he's in charge. So get the new pick out here, and I just popped. Well, he yeah. says, Kurt says he's going to business is going to resume normal as normal. It's true. The King of Kings goes back on his throne. Nice, fucking brilliant. And it's you, like, know, you say it's true, and so Kurt Angle comes out. And what I, what I loved was uh, Triple H was like, welcome back to the big league, kid. <laughs> Took you a while. <laughs> it's like, gee, and thinking about it, man, it's yeah. been a while since Kurt Angle's been on Raw. Um, but it's like, SmackDown's getting shafted in this draft so far. Cena and Kurt have gone but, to Raw. Ben has gone to SmackDown. To be named. And to be named, right? It's, I feel like SmackDown's been shafted all over with this. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great spot. <laughs> um, and so he's fucking brilliant. So they're, they're talking about um, what's going to happen going forward. Batista comes out because we're talking about the champ. Then all of a sudden, it looks like the show's going to go off the air. All of a sudden, Michaels comes out, makes his big return. I popped. Uh, my eye popped, especially when he's dancing about and he's like, I've noticed, Kurt Angle, that you don't have a dance partner for Vengeance. Let's have Michaels versus Kurt too. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> get in. Um, we get a big fucking brawl. Everyone starts. Well, actually, before the brawl, what I kind of liked um, was that Angle was a sweaty bastard. Triple yeah. H took his jacket off. It was a sweaty bastard. I was just that much. It must be warm as fuck. Why pick them colour shirts <laughs> if you know you're going to be sweating? Warm as fuck. Uh, and before the brawl, 
which was the greatest, the great line, probably the best line of the show. Triple H brings up Angle's uh, attraction towards uh, Booker T's wife. Yeah. And he's like, well, you should know. I've, I like his I've got a thing about wife. fucking married women. <laughs> <laughs> looking brilliant uh, but yeah we have a massive what I liked was uh, before the brawl when Kurt says Alan's days have been number one and over Kurt's here to run shit woo Flair's <laughs> like fucking arse woo we get quite woo! Yeah, we get quite the woo off and then Triple H is like stop it it's gimmick infringement <laughs> you'll get sued <laughs> but yeah massive brawl uh, that ends the show. I do always love when when Raw goes off the air while shit's still going on. Yeah, and not just celebrating to, to next week. Yeah, what happened um, after that brawl? But I quite enjoyed that brawl. I don't know about yourself. How many mavens? I give that a solid three maven. Oh, I'm going higher. I have four in it. I like I because it main, that, that main event. Main event. Uh, the viscera spots made me chuckle. Um, I'm digging where the liter edge and case stuff's going. For me. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, Ros, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it's, it. I'll say this, it's the best row we get. Out of, the, out of the two. <laughs> out of the two, yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're not, we're not classing the two rows before ECW. But I'd still probably say that was a better row, the best row probably, of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, moving on then, Michael. Are you ready for some smack of the down? I bet that I can find me a friend. Here tonight in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I love Hershey's chocolate so much, I wrote a little poem about it. You want to hear it? <laughs> I love the poems of disaster pieces. I love this. Pennsylvania. What a sweet place. The world's greatest chocolate all over Heidenreich's face. I'll eat it all day and I'll eat it all night. It is June the 16th, 2005, we're at the Giant Centre in Hershey, Pennsylvania, um, with just over 2,500 people in attendance. Well, you know, it's Hershey, chocolate, chocolate capital of America. Everyone's <laughs> probably too fat to I wonder if chairs. we'll get any Hershey chocolate references tonight, maybe. We'll see. Hmm. We open with a video recap of Chris Benoit being announced as SmackDown's first draft pick last week. And yeah, SmackDown got drafted, got shafted in the draft. Shafted in the draft. <laughs> um, and here comes JBL in the cabinet. Um, JBL taking credit for one night stand being a success. Uh, the ECW wrestlers need to take their success and go back to delivering their, for groceries and parking his car. Uh, where JBL goes, the money follows, which Benoit found out last week. Tonight, Benoit can face one of the members of the cabinet. And here comes Benoit to cut off the catchphrase. Um, and we find out it's Benoit versus Doug Basham. Who looks bollocks. <laughs> He's still been drinking from what nice sand. Uh, Benoit starts off with chops, uh, hard whip into the corner. Uh, Basham gets his knees to the ribs, uh, suplex to set up a bit of posing. Uh, chin lock goes on, followed by a net breaker to keep Benoit down. Another net breaker's cut off. Benoit baseball slides uh, to get his leg out. Uh, rolling Germans, uh, Doug's rocked all over. Catches Benoit though on top of a superplex. 
Basham tries a roll up, but Benoit reverses it into one of his own for a fast pin. Um, and it takes the heels about five years to decide to tack after. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's like, why are you all waiting for JBL to tell you? And what I loved is, of all the men on the roster to come and make the save, is <laughs> The Undertaker. Yeah. I don't feel like he's a man that should come and make saves. I don't know what it is. It just, yeah, I don't know. But I suppose this this incarnation of The Undertaker, he's not really much dead, is he? No. He's not. Because old Undertaker... He was buried. Yeah. He didn't die. Old Undertaker making a save. Take 20 minutes, man, for him to get to a ring. We are slow used to. Work. That's why he did the under the ring spot. <laughs> Disappear like... Just ice poof! Going on. <laughs> That's, yeah. Um... Uh, while the beatdown's going on, Teddy Long comes out and he makes, a bit later on this evening, JBL versus Undertaker in a no-disqualification match. Holla, holla, player, player. Holla, you holla, holla, with the Undertaker. Um, up next, non-title time as Paul London, Paul London versus Eddie Guerrero. Straight away, I'm thinking, ooh, this is quite a match-up. <sighs> this should be decent, this. Uh, London, London charges to the ring, gets kicked in his face. That <laughs> was great. Um, some right hands get London out of trouble, but a power bomb puts him right back in it. Uh, a tilt wheel backbreaker sets up a chin lock. Uh, London e fights up again and hits a leg lariat, only to get crotched on the top by Eddie. Uh, Eddie grabs a brainbuster, which nearly didn't fucking work. Uh, it looked good. And then puts on a Texas cloverleaf with this the fucking... The lasso from El Paso. This look in his face. This He's looking like, a good yeah, wood vessel. Maniacal look. Uh, that makes London tap. Um, after the match, Raymond Stewart... about to shit himself. Raymond Stewart comes out to make the save and uses a chair to get rid of Eddie. Um, we go to the break. We come back. Eddie and Ray are fighting in the in the back uh, backstage area. Um, fighting to a trailer. Slugging it out. Door closes with Eddie driving through the door to escape. Diving through the door, sorry, to escape. And trap Ed, uh, Ray inside. With two um, referees. Yes. Um, this is the blood feud. Turning into a blood feud. I liked feud. how uh, they got the ladder involved. Mm. In the... In that little room. Hint, 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 hint. Check off slider in it. Hint, hint, hint. Um, but yeah, what did you make to uh, London versus Guerrero? Oh, was, I liked how he did. Match. I like thought about going for it. Fox was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm heel now. I'm horrible now. I'm not going to do something that you'll pop for. I'm a bastard. <laughs> I love um, how he still uses a lasso from El Paso as his submission finish. It's a great finish. Uh, we're backstage JBL he, he says he won't give Orlando Jordan any help in his US title match tonight that was nice uh, JBL points out sorry Jordan points out that he's the only champion in the cabinet but JBL makes it clear that they work for him he can't remember who is Danny and who is Doug though and the Bashams quit the cabinet yeah <laughs> calls Doug Danny he's like no nah, that's Danny I'm Doug we're out fuck you see you later <laughs> And it is time for Carlitos Cabana with no Matt Morgan as he's getting ready for his match against the Big Show a bit later. Fucking brilliant. For the six nine thousand times. Here's this week's guest though, Booker T and Charmel. Uh, Booker's not happy with Kurt Angle having been sent to Raw because they like beating him up. But one time. Uh, <laughs> Carlito likes the idea but would rather talk about something uh, romantic between Booker and Charmel. He mentions Angle going after Charmel and suggests that she could be sent to Raw without Booker. Could you imagine? Charmel <laughs> uh, doesn't like the sound of that and Booker beats him up. Uh, they even throw apples at uh, Carlito, which would have been better if Charmel would have chewed it up and spat it at him. Instead. Uh, but, oh, mate, it spat, been... She did the apple spit. Oh, then Booker attacks. Oh, no, she did it. She chewed it, kissed it to Booker and Booker spat it at him. But yeah, that would have been brilliant. If I know, obviously, we're, we're moving in a different direction with Kurt Angle now, but that would have been fantastic if Charmel gets drafted over and Kurt's just like, 
So it is time for our next match. Versus Big Show. We had this match like every week since Judgment Day. Yeah. Show, he wastes no time taking Morgan into the corner with some big chops. Um, elbow gives Show two as Carlito comes out. Distraction lets Morgan get in a big boot. Um, show though, um, he reverses suplex and some headbutts put uh, Morgan outside. Uh, he gets sent into the steps. Morgan loads up the announce table but Show's back up. Chokeslam's loaded up but a steel chair shot from Carlito draws the DQ. Um, after the match, Show shugs it off, hits the chokeslam to put Morgan through the table and then stokes Carlito. Um, so... Are you telling me that we're getting more show versus Carlitos versus yeah. Morgan? This is not ended yet. Don't, don't think it ends for a while. Hopefully, even they, though. hopefully they get drafted. Spoiler alert. <laughs> even though I have a massive issue with that, but I'll get back to that in due course. Um, we see a recap of The Undertaker's return from earlier, and it's time for the United States Championship. I'm glad he's defending it. This is like two in two. As Orlando Jordan defends about, how's this guy keep getting championship this opportunities? This is a velocity main event on the main show. <laughs> Hardcore fucking Holly. Um, Jordan gets stomps in the corner to start. And Taz, he talks about our championship opportunities are few and far between. I swear Holly has loads of them. He had tag title opportunity of a week. He, he, he had a shot at the there. world title. He's had a world WWE title. title. Yeah, see, he, he gets shots all over the place. Um... Hurricanrana and some clotheslines drop Jordan uh, and the top rope clothesline does it again. Alabama slam those broken up so Holly tries a sunset flip but Jordan he grabs the legs, grabs the ropes to retain. Um, he almost took his head off with drop kick it off. Yes. Um, oh, a bit. Which I'm, I think the best move is to keep the US title still on Jordan because if we're going to run with Jordan claiming to be the boss of the cabinet because I'm the only title holder, got to keep the belt on him for a little bit longer. But is there a cabinet anymore? Is it just like evolution now? He's just Flair and Triple H. The cabinet's just the Juice and JBL. Gables, yeah. We need more members. We need more members. He's these new secretaries of defence. Remember what I said earlier about chocolate? Yeah. Here comes Eidenreich. Now, we all love his fucking God. I remember seeing this picture on internet years ago. And I thought it was Photoshop. <laughs> Where did? Big fucking bar of fucking chocolate. Did, yeah. Nope. It's a big fuck off bar of chocolate. Um, all over fucking Hadamax's face. And he comes to read a poem. Um, Cue the divas. And they're throwing Hershey's kisses into the crowd. Uh, jokes are made about how big the bar is. But here's Eminem to say that Eminem's are better. They are. <laughs> I mean, true that. the start Hershey's chocolate tastes like puke. True that. Um, insults are thrown. Uh, beat down in shoes with Eminem standing tall, so we're going. Melina does a great. Are you telling me, at Gab, it's going to be Eminem versus Adam Reich and a older? This is it. This is it. This is Legion yeah. of Doom, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking hell. This is how it starts. Oh, for fuck's sake! It starts with a chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! What a rush! Animal comes back because of her. She's fucking chocolate. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Uh, and then we find out, Michael, next week, yes, we're going to get pay-per-view worthy match. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> and speaking of pay-per-view worthy match, because it kind of is, it's main event time, it's no disqualification. It's Undertaker versus John Bradshaw Layfield. OJ's loyal. Yes, I was just about to say, at least Jordan comes out with JBL. JBL's like, it's only hardcore, you'll beat him, you don't need me. <laughs> JBL's like, it's Taker, I need you. <laughs> Please come. Uh, but Benoit though he comes out and he takes care of Jordan before the bell um, so is that 
going to be a feud going forward. Of course. Don't they have a yeah, US title, yeah. innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best of seven or something like that. <laughs> well, he beats him like, right, listen, a minute. Yeah. Comes in, crossface. Uh, JBL, the match, then he gets an aggressive start and pounds away in the corner. Um, Undertaker, we exchange big boots. Um, he pulls on JBL's arm. Old school connects. Downward spiral gets a two. Uh, Undertaker boots him in the face. It's a apron leg drop for a bonus. Back in. Uh, JBL gets crotched on the top. A suplex for another two. They're both down. Snake eyes from the Undertaker. Another big boot gets a two. It's like watching a test match. <laughs> uh, followed by a choke slam uh, for another near fall. Uh, a low blow by JBL gets out of the tombstone attempt and a clothesline from hell gives JBL another two. Um, JBL gets some right hands in in the corner. and then In like power position. Every dickhead does. Every dickhead does. Oh, I'm wrestling someone who's finishes like power No one's ever watched the Undertaker match. Right? So, like a dickhead, he stood in corner, doing the 10 punches, big pose. Undertaker, last ride. Only gets a two. But he goes for the tombstone. And all of a sudden, out of, of nowhere, okay, Randy Orton appears as his young latest draft pick. So that's good. We've had Angle and Cena and Benoit and Orton. Orton helps because that's not bad. Orton's a big Orton's player. A good one. It's a big player. It's a good draft move. Uh, and then we're going to throw him straight back into a program with the Undertaker. Obviously, the fallout from WrestleMania. Fantastic. Have a rematch. Fantastic. If Taker hits with this, it won't, if he hits with this, it won't be any kick out for sure. Going for it, wait a minute! What the hell, who the hell is that? that? Who is that? That's an RKO! Randy Orton! That's that is Randy Orton! Randy Orton with an RKO to the Where'd he come from? Is it? Wait a minute. The legend Taker! Is he, is he SmackDown's pick? Is he the champ pick? I, I don't know. But look at JBL. He's crawling toward the Undertaker. It's disqualification. Orton in the field. It's JBL fun. is going to steal it. So RKO, that gives JBL the victory. Um, after the match, Orton says that Undertaker got RKO'd and he better get used to it because Orton is now on SmackDown. Orton goes for his pose. And I thought it was a great visual with the shadows and oh, it's fucking brilliant. I love how it was on Ray's entrance bit. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. the old entrance yeah. through Ray. As uh, SmackDown goes off the air. So yeah, what did you make? How many Mavens? And welcome Randy Orton. Uh, Meh, really. I mean, open two matches were right. Mm -hmm. Cabinet's done. Orton's on Smackdown, which is good. Yes. That's a good thing. Yeah, but everything else was meh. Yeah, I agree. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Are you ready for some uh, Monday Night Raw then? The final stop before Vengeance? Go. If there's anybody here that feels these two should not be joined in holy matrimony, then let him speak now or forever hold your peace. Very well then, very well then. Yeah. 
It is June the 20th, 2005. We're from the American West Arena in Phoenix, Arizona, with just over 5,000 people in attendance. Uh, John Cena comes out, he gets things going. He, sa pop. he says, Monday Night Raw is like the Wild West, and I like the fucking sound of it. Um, if Christian and Jericho want a shot at the title, Cena completely gets that because that's what matters the most. Well, exactly. He, and he respects Christian for being face to face, straight up, like, I want to fake you for the belt. 100%. Whereas he calls Jericho a little bitch and a coward. Yeah, he calls Jericho out. He says he needs to get out here and take a beating personally. He's not forgotten about Christian either. So let's just let's just do it. I want to fight, but instead, Alleluia, Alleluia. as Muhammad Hassan and Dafari and Jr. goes, I don't think that's Christian and Jericho. <laughs> no, unless unless they're wearing some hell of a disguise. Well, um, Hassan, he can't believe that Cena has anything to complain about because the people here in Phoenix welcomed him with open arms. Uh, last week he was screwed out of the IC title and had deserves more respect. And I thought this was fucking brilliant. Cena is making fun of his whining and he suggests that Devar gives him some special spankings. <laughs> and then Cena, he goes, look, Mohammed, these people don't hate you because you're Arab-American. They hate you because you're asshole-American. And <laughs> that got a pop, that did. Um, the challenge is thrown down for tonight, but Bischoff shows up and he wants to make it a title match. Bosh! Here we go, Lamada San. Win your world title. There, you're getting the opportunity. Yes. Uh, Cena's ready to go right now, uh, but Lamada San's like, no, no, no. Even though he's already in his gear. I'm in my gear, but I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, we then see um, a look at Lita filing for divorce from Kane, setting up the wedding this evening. Um, Bischoff is out in the ring to introduce the newest draft pick, but before he gets to that, he brings out Shelton Benjamin. Calls him the crown jewel of last year's draft. It was a big deal in last year's draft. Like, even the commentator said, Cowie was a bit slagging him off a little bit when he got drafted, but my God, what a year he's had. If you think, unbelievably. Beat him twice. That's it. It's great IC rating. Do you know what I mean? Unstoppable. I had that great fucking finish with Shawn Michaels that's remembered forever. Mm. He's had a great year. Great year. Um, but. He says you've been an Intercontinental Champion since October um, and you beat a champion who you didn't know he was going to face. So that's what Shelton's got to do tonight. Against the latest draft pick, I spit in the face of people who don't want Roger's to. Roger's got a whole lot cooler. As it's Shelton Benjamin versus Carlito with no Matt Morgan. So has Matt Morgan not been drafted then? He'll, be, he'll still be on SmackDown. No, the, the, the manager's not come or bodyguard's not come as a package. So. Yeah. Morgan stays where he is and Carlito's on his own well, again. He's got his own entrance music, had he? Yes. <laughs> so if you've got your own entrance music, you, you're separate. Yes. Now, I feel like this match is the... I don't know if Carlito was meant to win. I, I feel like he, he was because it's the, his first match on Raw as the draft pick and they start it off fresh as an IC champion. But yeah, I like feel start, like Shelton uh, Benjamin nearly killed... Title. Yeah. But I feel like Benjamin nearly killed himself. Like when he crashed and burned, yeah. and luckily Carlito kind of saved him from nearly fucking killing himself. When he tripped. Yeah. Um, and straight away that kind of made him dazed, and I feel like we got quite a rushed finish. Um, and one, two, three, with a roll up on Carlito, is your new IC champion. But I nearly thought Shelton Benjamin nearly fucking killed himself. Well, um, Carlito probably supposed to use his finisher. Mm, well, he just did a simple DDT. But I, I think it's. Yeah, I, I was a bit concerned for Shelton Benjamin. That was a horrible fucking, horrible. Um, it's I don't, best way to put it. Shelton Benjamin, stop doing your big running flips. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get a great one again at Money in the Bank. 
<laughs> it's never going to stop, is it? Um, but yeah, we get new, new IC, hey, uh, new IC champion. Um, he goes backstage. Maria, uh, she's asking um, Collier about how he feels, uh, and he says, "I'm going to be the greatest Intercontinental Champion WWE has ever seen." But first, <laughs> something like you slap. No, she's like, "How did you do it? <laughs> I pinned him one, two, three. <laughs> That's how I did it. <laughs> you idiot." Uh, up next, great match. Viscera versus Simon fucking Dean. So he's had Maven and now Simon Dean. He's Simon's like, just defending his mate from last week. And I love the line where like Simon Dean slagging Viscera off for being a fat cunt. And he goes, Who are you? Look at you. Are you huge Hefner? <laughs> Great line. Uh, but again, we've got Lillian all smiles as she introduces Viscera. Fucking loving Viscera right now. Chokebone gets Viscera. She stands at ringside for him. Yeah, Chokebone gets Viscera the victory. Um, Lita gets in the uh, Lita? Lillian gets in the ring uh, and says they have been moving fast. Well, I thought she was going to propose here. Uh, right? Right, we're in Vegas next yeah, week. Yeah, she goes, let's go faster though. Sunday, we're in Vegas and you might just hit the jackpot as she gives him a kiss. And definitely, he wanted more out of that kiss than she did. She was acting. This was like, yes, get in there. <laughs> um, of course he was. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get a wedding in Vegas. Yeah, so where, where's this going? Where's Lily? No, they're where's... gonna find a chapel in Vegas. Do they get married? I think they do. In, on vengeance. But I think he, he's like. Oh, he nah, fuck, he fuck her off, does he? Oh, interested to see about nah, that. That's too much of me to tie down. Um, we get another look <laughs> at the raw diva search process, which was near enough the same video we got previously. Yeah, apart from the winner and the yeah. future Mrs. Slashley, I don't even know. No, no, uh, no. I would say I rest the winner, future Mrs. Mrs. Lashley. Um, and I'm sure there was a other that were like, do I recognise that face? Um, I recognise the faces, but not from WWE. Mm, mm, porn. Probably. <laughs> um, Chris Jericho, um, he's ready to get his title shot and doesn't care if the fans are annoyed with him. Uh, the only reason Cena's album is doing better than Fozzie's is because Cena is the champion. Uh, Christian, he comes out and suggests that Hassan might win the title tonight. But Jericho always overlooks people, like he overlooked Christian at WrestleMania 20. Fucking hell, throwback. Uh, well, you know, last time you made it onto the main car for a singles match. Yeah, he says, Jericho, you might want to go platinum, but Christian is going gold on Sunday. Is platinum not better than gold? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> but they don't have platinum belts in wrestling, <laughs> do they? That's, that's what he was since. Was that when he said it? I was like, hang on a minute. If you get like a platinum record, is that not better than a gold record? <laughs> what I mean was when Christian asked Jericho at the start of it, like, is you interest in wrestling been renewed it's like <laughs> when did you lose interest oh wait a fuzzy not on tour have not got your album to promote yet um, we get a video of triple h's history in hell in the cell matches um which was another long fucking promo video on triple h um, as we see Bischoff backstage and he's looking a bit concerned when Kurt Angle comes in. Uh, Kurt brags about beating Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania and promises to make him tap again on Sunday. This time though, the win is dedicated to Bischoff. And it's like, oh, so that's Bischoff's new boy. He's going to be well, terrible. Kurt offers Kurt what seed of him, handshake. That's it, that's it. Um, Kurt always likes to have a GM in his back pocket though, don't they, Joey? He's another one like Jericho. There's a face. It's not the greatest, but as a heel, phenomenal, phenomenal. And Michael, it is time for the wedding. Wedding time. Nothing can go wrong here. Nothing ever goes wrong in a wrestling <laughs> wedding. Uh, Lita's just wearing Nothing. a bit of cloth. Not really much of an outfit, that is it? Just a bit of sheet wrap round you. Yeah? Oh, Joey, a great line. Like, 
Well, it's always, always make me cry, but I might need the tissues here. <laughs> and then J.I. goes, our, our shoes match your shoulder tattoo. <laughs> uh, we get loud, loose, screwed match chants, of course. Um, the minister, he has to stop various things from happening and says, a rather large man has insisted on coming out to say something. They shit themselves, but no, it's, it wasn't my fault. Uh, Snitsky comes out. They're all chuckling. Um, he says, it's not his fault that Kane can't, can't get hard on. Uh, Snitsky, it's not my fault that you had a dead baby in your uterus. <laughs> it's a bit fucking harsh. But he's just, he just channeled his best friend Diamond right to write a poem for Yeah. Um, they, so they, there's fucking two of them now. <laughs> they read the vows, including Edge saying that he's Mr. Money in the sack and, he, and he's not a big, bold monster. Uh, Leader, on the other hand, says she's never been in love with anyone before. Um, hi, Matt. Now that I'm falling in love with you, that I've never been in love with any man. And then she goes, I'm proud to be the slut of the century. <laughs> um, the minister says the big line of speak now, or forever hold your peace. Where's Uncle Val? Yeah, um, Ed and are looking worried. And all oh, sudden, yeah. Oh, yes, and I'm, I'm going, nah, this is not really... What? What? And then I could slam a tornado. But no, it was just Edge having a bit of banter. Going, I can't like, help we know you all know. Banter. But he's not fucking here. Um, but does, is that not me? Is that not WB telling us that he is coming back? If they're airing his fucking music, his music video, he's on his way back. But he's Definitely. not done the running yet. Exactly. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, the minister is about to marry them uh, in the name of the... Oh no, here comes Kane under the ring. Um, Edge, he throws the minister at Kane, runs off with... Yeah, throw a piece into a, a demon. That's... Uh... <laughs> uh, the minister gets tombstoned, so Kane can add another fucking uh, character that I've tombstoned over the years. Um, yeah, Edge, uh, Edge and Lita look like they're shitting themselves. Uh, Edge's facials are great. They are fantastic. Uh, you know, he's got a great fucking, oh my fucking God look about him. Like proper shitting himself, um, but it's yeah, I thought that was as WWE weddings go. I thought One that was my all right. Yeah, you got the Snitsky lines were brilliant. The Matt Hardy surprise, um, the the lines from Edge and Lita's outfit, Lita's outfit, the ending. So they didn't actually get married in the end. Um, so obviously, what's going to happen going forward? Well, in Vegas on Sunday, I thought it was fucking brilliant. I'm pretty sure we do get an attempted Vegas wedding oh. again. I just feel like that should have been main event. Well, yeah, I feel like weddings in wrestling should be in the main event and not, not because now we've got to do loads of fucking shit to get the ring back up to the fucking ready to uh, to carry on with the with, with the action. And speaking of loads of fucking shit, mate, this was like summer off Netflix. It's fucking Hollywood, <laughs> isn't it? Hollywood bollocks. So Christy Emery's pissed off at Victoria for attacking her. So she's with Todd Grisham, getting it big and getting a bit angry in Grisham's face. All of a sudden, Lita with fucking JR's tin of sweets from Unforgiven in 2000, smashes Lita on the back, smashes Christy Emmy on the back of her head, glasses fuck out of her. And then I swear to God, Grisham puts a blood capsule in his hand. You kind of see it, because then he puts that hand underneath Christy's head, and then brings it back and goes, oh, she's bleeding, someone call an ambulance, call 911, she's bleeding. First time I heard him say, call 911. <laughs> no, it was fucking atrocious. And then goes to break, come back, and they're putting a fucking neck brace on her. She's in glass. She doesn't need a fucking neck brace. <laughs> no. It's a, I mean, this, it was a great bit of filler though, Joe they got the ring back into yeah. ring shape. Uh, but it was just, it was Tom Grisham with his hand in his, <gasps> she's bleeding! 
Like, oh, that was the first attempt that they've ever tried to make it like proper real. Call nine one one. Call nine one one. When's that? Why is that the first time though they've said call call ambulance? No, exactly. exactly. Get the get the minutes. Get the EMTs. So up next then, so we had a wedding that should have been the main event, and now the WWE title is getting defended in a match that's not the main event. This fucking episode of Raw's weird. As it is WWE Champion John Cena defending against Mohammed Hassan. Um, I can guess, I can guess that you can guess how this ends, without even watching it. There's five moves yes. of doom. Yes. It ends with their moves. Wh- Proto-bomb, shuffle, F-U. Why not have a DQ finish? Like have Jericho come out and attack Cena. No. Because Because Hassan's got to lose. Hassan's got to lose to Cena lol. Cena gets the victory. Hassan has his first pinfall loss. The mystique's over. The character's done. So all American John Cena has beaten the dirt the dirty fine heel. He's, he's done the he's done what all like Jerry Lawler and everyone couldn't do. <laughs> Sarge, Sarge couldn't do it. Jerry Lawler couldn't do it. Let's send Cena. Who else has he feuded with? Hurricane. Benoit? Did he? Yeah. Benoit? Is that no match with Benoit? Michaels. Michaels. See, Michaels. Cena did something that Michaels couldn't do. <laughs> Hogan. Did he have a feud with Hogan as well? No, Hogan just attacked him at the end. <laughs> After the match, Christian and Jericho, they jump scene on the ramp and the beat down his arm. So and then Chris is like, you know what? You, you, you fucking... Are we mates again now? Christian and Jericho, then, are we? But it's more like... An enemy of my, my enemy. enemy, yes. You, uh, you're not my friend, but we're, we we're have both fighting this guy. Mm. So we know we work and work together, so let's work together for now. Beat him up, and then it's just us. Yes. And then, Michael, here comes the main, real main event of the show. We see your 2005 Diva Search finalists. We have Layla, Ashley. Not that one. <laughs> Ashley, Crystal. Bob, Bob and Ashley's bitch for a bit. Cameron. Elizabeth, Alexis, with an S, yeah, Summer, and Simona. Um, we'll find out where they're from. They all give the yeah, I'm fucking that, I'm fucking that. Just get your tits out and get on with it. Yeah, that's all we're here for. So all we're here for. Bend over. Let's have a look at that. Let's have a look at boobs. Right, I'll pick a winner. <laughs> that's simple. Um, as it is time for our main event. It is Batista, your WWE Champion, versus Kurt Angle in a non-title match. Uh, Batista elbows his way out of a waist lock to start and hits shoulders in the corner. Angle's right back in with an early ankle lock that's broken up with just pure power. Um, the mischarge sends Batista's shoulder first into the post and it's off to a Fujiwara armbar. And that gets broken up though by a side slam. Batista clotheslines him to the floor and here comes Evolution running in. They jump Batista for the DQ. Um, do you know that would be? Angle and Batista's only ever singles match ever. Yeah. Mad that, really. Mad <laughs> that. Great. Well, I imagine if Kurt hadn't gone to TNA. Well, if hadn't got fired. Yes. Yeah. And if you think it's not long, when does uh, Batista fuck off? 2008, 9? 10. 10, is it? So it's five years. So, I mean, it's mad to think in that five years that him and Angle... Well, Angle fucks off in Ender 06, though, doesn't he, or whatever? Mid to Ender 06. Mid, so, mid 06. Yeah, it's mad to think that they don't have a match. He starts the year on, bro. Goes to SmackDown, like, second or third week of January, mm-hmm. to win title in that battle battle. Spoiler alert. But, then he goes to ECW. Yeah. And then, before the summer's over, he's released. Mm. And then, September, he signs contract with TNA. 
Yeah, yeah. Huh? It's fucking nuts, isn't it? Really? Well, yeah, it's mad to think they never it's had starts a, on row. It's the only match at the they start have. of the year. Yeah, yeah. End of year is in TNA. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, Shawn Michaels, he comes out to even the odds, and Bischoff comes out and makes it a tag match. So your actual main event is Shawn Michaels and Batista versus Kurt Angle and Hold Triple H. Hold on a minute, player, player, player. Um, we join in progress as Shawn and Triple H are slugging it out until Shawn hits the flying forearm. Uh, Angle tries to come in, so Flair sneaks in for a chop on Shawn's block. Another distraction lets Flair wrap the knee around the post, and Angle slaps on a Brock Hawk of all the fucking moves to bang in. Um, the, the heels they take turns on the knees and an F, uh, STF stays on the leg. Belly to back suplex gets shown out of trouble for all of a couple of seconds as Triple H drops elbows to the leg. Um, it looks like we're going to get a figure four, but Triple H gets kicked into the buckle. Uh, that's enough for the hot tag to, uh, to Batista and power. Yeah. <laughs> throwing and all, power. All, all you can say. Uh, everything breaks down. Angle gets sent to the floor so Sean can throw him over the barricade. Uh, they fight to the crowd, leaving Batista to hit a massive spine buster and JR goes, that rattled my Oklahoma head. And then he does the Triple H style to Flair. Yeah, and then a Ric Flair distraction lets Triple H get the pedigree for the victory as Raw goes off the air ahead of vengeance with Triple H talking bollocks and we get replays to take us out. If that happens at Hell in a Cell, new champion. If we get a pedigree at Hell in a Cell, but, you know, it's well, that's home. what he said, though, Annie. He's, that was the basis of him trying to get home. back involved with Batista. It was like, you're scared of the pedigree. You're, you're shit scared of the pedigree. You might have beat me twice, <laughs> you're shit scared of the pedigree. Um, but, yeah, that was the go-home. Are you excited for Vengeance? I'm excited for the two world title matches and mm -hmm. Angle. It's mad, that we're getting, it's mad that we're getting two world title matches on a, on a B-show pay-per-view. Yeah. It's crazy that. Well, it's a B, B pay-per-view for the A show. <laughs> it's their top show. But yeah, what did you make to the go-home then and how many mavens? I'm bringing it down from last week. Yeah. I'm just giving this a three. I'm saying two and a half. Ooh. I mean, more. Ooh. The best parts were the wedding. Yes. And that main event segment. I just think star power is what's winning it for Raw Me at the minute, especially since the yeah. draft as well. Their I think that's why main event was so good, because it had star power. Yeah, but like the mid-card's got it because Edge is coming into his own. Kane's still a star. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You've got a lot of star power on Raw. Lita's hot. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, for me, Raw wins uh, at the minute just purely based on star power, not even in ring. Because obviously, you're, I'd say your better in-ring work is probably still on SmackDown. Yeah, you got your Eddie and Ben Warren. Yeah, um, but actual like star power matters. What you want to watch? I've always said you want to watch your TV for storylines. People that whinge are not enough wrestling on Raw, not enough wrestling on SmackDown. That's kind of not what Raw and SmackDown are there for. As daft as it is, I know it's a wrestling company, it's a wrestling show, but TV is there to build up to the big wrestling matches at the pay per views. Yeah. Um, and I've always been a storyline driven wrestling fan always I couldn't like, that's why I've never been into my new Japan and stuff like that because I ain't bothered I don't want to sit and watch two people wrestle for an hour to me wrestling <laughs> is like a live action comic book yeah 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 yeah. you want to know why they're wrestling and you want to be invested in why they're wrestling the wrestling can come and go but get me invested in why you're having this match at the pay-per-view and you've won it for me yeah that's what I've always said so then Mike that was Raw are you ready then for the final Smackdown in this little block, SmackDown continues to build towards Gab. JBL, what can Vito. I do for you, player? Vito, I, I understand uh, from my sources that you have created a SmackDown championship. True, Dan. And that you're going to present it tonight. Well, Theodore, listen to me. If anybody deserves that championship, 
It's the guy who beat The Undertaker last week. It is the man who's been carrying this company. It is me, Mr. SmackDown, JBL. <laughs> JBL, listen, I know you beat The Undertaker last week. One, two, three. And later tonight, I'm going to be making a major announcement about that very same SmackDown championship. And uh, you're going to be pleased. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Theodore, thank you, thank you. Theodore, let's go in your office and talk. Hey, 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 hold on just a minute, player. I'm busy. All right? What, what, what do you got now? What? You, 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 you got the new draft pick for the lottery, don't you? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> What'd I say, dog? Who is I'm it? busy. I'm your champion. I'll holler back at you. Who is All right? it? Who did right. we get from Raw? Teddy. Teddy. Just give me the initials. Eddie, in just a few moments, you'll be facing Rey Mysterio. And the question is... I know what the question is. The question is... Can I beat Rey Mysterio? <laughs> I don't think you believe I can beat him. I know Chris Benoit doesn't believe I can beat him. I know these people don't believe I can beat him. But I know what I'm capable of. What a lay. Rey. I don't think he knows what I'm capable of. No. It is June. Probably about three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it is June the 23rd. We're at the Convention Centre in Tuscan, Arizona. Um, don't have no attendance for this one. My bad. Um, we get a Convention Centre. Can't be that much. A couple of thousand. Uh, we get a quick video on Eddie versus Ray. As Randy Orton comes out to open things up, he talks about having a reputation as a legend killer and that's something he's earned. He reels off Mick Foley, Harley Race, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Chris Benoit. They've all taken a knee to him, but that brings him to The Undertaker. Back at WrestleMania, Undertaker took advantage of his shoulder injury and I've been waiting for this chance ever since. Last week I got my revenge with an RKO. Um, apparently Undertaker's not here tonight. Um, Orton though goes to leave, but the lights go out and we see a clip of Undertaker beating Orton at WrestleMania. Uh, well, before that we had... The replay of Orton constantly hitting an RKO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Taz just popping like a little kid. Uh, the screen shows what I, I love. The screen showed a WrestleMania 21 graphic and Michael Cole goes, I think this is from WrestleMania 21. <laughs> yeah. You don't say. Uh, the ring starts to fill up with smoke. The lights go out. The gong hits. And here's The Undertaker to send Orton fucking shit to himself. And Orton goes, my terms this time. My terms. I thought he didn't he call out Undertaker for Mania. Were that his terms then? And he's still yes. lost. But he had a shoulder injury, so do you know what I mean? Uh, Undertaker, he says, death waits for no one. And a lightning bolt nearly hits Randy Orton. Pyro powers activate. Love it. Fucking love it. It's one of the best gimmicks about Undertaker's gimmick, that. Is that he can fucking send lightning from his hands. Love it. Love it. Um, but yeah, I'm down. I thought they had a tremendous match at Mania. Mm. Uh, so I'm down for a bit more Randy Orton versus one Undertaker. The, one of the best man part matches after Angle. Mm. Michaels. Definitely. Sure. Uh, and then we get... I don't know, storyline, continuity and progression from last week, yeah. as it is Joey Mercury versus Heidenreich. Um, an early Nitro distraction doesn't work as Heidenreich hammers Mercury in the corner. Big backdrop. Uh, Nitro with a little bit more cheating. This time it works. We get a big boot to the floor. Mercury and Heidenreich, the ram heads and the neck breaker gives Mercury a two. 
Clothesline puts Mercury on the floor again, but Molina gets a slapping, which draws out Michelle McCool to, to jump Molina. Because she's fighting Rags' friend. Exactly. Uh, the distraction lets Nitro hit a super kick, and that gives Mercury the win. It's like Mercury can't even get the job done himself. I keep saying this, he's definitely the Janetti of this tag team. Oh, 1000%. Why are they promoting the Janetti of J&J security? Yes. Instead of the Michaels of Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm not I'm I was thinking I, I know Muslim, but no they both did weird. Yeah. This I know obviously this leads to there. as we spoke about a bit ago, this leads to the return of animal. <laughs> but I am not bothered about Eminem and Hard Rack. No. It does Let well, alone Melina and Michelle McCall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see Rey Mysterio um, and he's um, he, he loved hurting Eddie last week and tonight he's going to make it even worse and I'm doing it for redemption yeah he's not going to he's not going to do it to win a match he's going to do it for redemption he's going to beat him up he's not going to try and win a match he's going to beat him up yes uh, and we see Melina she's furious well Eminem are a bit chuffed that they got the victory but Melina is pissed off she says that no one is better than her including that B-list diva Michelle McCall and the challenge has been made for next week she's not going to be McCall next week she's going to be a loser <laughs> Uh, JBL though he comes up to uh, Teddy Long backstage to ask about a rumoured Smackdown championship um, if anyone deserves that it's JBL because he beat The Undertaker last week uh, Long though has an announcement for later tonight and JBL is going to be pleased as for now though he needs to keep talking to the draft pick and JBL's just like just give me his initials I can work it out just tell me who it is give me his first initial I love how everyone's so bothered about the draft picks yeah I mean who it's is like, it don't take my spot don't take my spot <laughs> Uh, that's exactly what it is, isn't it? Uh, up next, Cruiserweight title time. Charbo Guerrero versus Paul London. For the 69,000th time. 100%. I'm not covering it. Same shit happens. Until the debut of three of the greatest Mexicans in the history of Mexican wrestling, but are meant to look like fucking gimps on yeah. WWE TV. Juventud Guerrero, Psychosis, and super crazy carrying a Mexican flag riding a lawnmower uh, Psychosis sends Charbo into the steps for a DQ um, yeah it wasn't much to it because it was all built about that uh, but at least the cruiserweight division's now got a bit thicker yeah I believe three yeah but I fucking after following success in ECW back in, back in um, well that's obviously why isn't it but back in uh, WCW land I used to love that when he was the juice it was home and toed when it was gimmick it was like the rock when it was a copy copy of the rock gimmick but it was the juice and oh, I fucking loved the juice um, but we've we've got a juice on, on Smackdown now though yeah. so sorry pal <laughs> OJ's got a juice <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm down for this I, I love, I love the Mexicals incredibly racist <laughs> let's bring up well is it more stereotypical than racism I think yeah it's more stereotypical yeah. working on typecasting uh, Mexicans yeah. sticking Mexican gardener yeah but no I'm down it, it'd be more racist if it was one were a gardener one were a valet yeah and uh, one were pole cleaner <laughs> after the match uh, the Mexicans uh, they say they're taking over America WWE and the cruiserweight division because they are the Mexicals they're not the Mexicans they're not Mexicals. the Mexicans they're the Mexicals um, so yeah I'm, I'm down all that, that hopefully like, we get some decent popped a little bit. yeah popped a little bit especially with Hoover Hoover's brilliant yeah. fucking love Hoover um, we see JBL he's in the ring and talking about how it's morning again in America he says since his flute loss at Wrestlemania Smackdown has been without a real champion that changes tonight though because he is Mr. Smackdown 
It doesn't matter what you believe or what you love, you can all bow at the feet of the wrestling god. Uh, here comes Booker T. The five time, five time, five time, five time. It deserves to be. It deserves to be in it, because he does. Because he does. Uh, JBL, says, he says, you don't have to bow. Instead, you can just shake my hand. Um, but Booker T's nah, more like. Because he's not like to play. like, what are you doing here? Get me a towel. Yeah. Uh, Booker, he doesn't think anyone should be named champion because they should have to fight for the honour. They should have to fight for the title. Here comes Benoit. He doesn't want to hear from JBL either. Um, and we should have a triple threat match for the title instead. And JBL does not like the sound of that. But here comes the big show. Uh, show says that JBL's options are to make it a four-way or get beaten up by three men. Great. <laughs> right. um, Q Teddy Long with some title. I've always wondered what was in that bag. Because, spoiler alert, there ain't no SmackDown title. No. Because next week, JBL wins it, but then, oh, actually, no, because we've got a real champion, Batista and all that jazz. Right. Spoiler alert. But I've wondered, always wondered, was that a legit belt? Was that a belt that was made? Or was it just... Batista's belt. Batista's belt they were using, or just to hold a belt. Um... So yeah, we're gonna get a, a four-way, maybe a five-way because they well, all... Do, well, Jamie don't want a triple threat. He don't want a one-on-one. He don't want a fatal four. He don't want dirty dozen. That's it. And we'll throw the Undertaker in there. Um, we'll make it five. But that's then that's not a dozen. That's not four. That's not three. Michael, but then Hallelujah. Smackdown's been well and truly shafted <laughs> in this draft. Smackdown's newest draft pick comes out. So this is what I said earlier about Carlito and Matt Morgan. Yeah, Devour. He shouldn't have been drafted with Hassan. But he's... Manager. Just a manager. But he's a wrestler as well. He's tagged with him. But he has the same music. Uh, so they don't want uh, to page him to write a new song. <laughs> to do another one. We don't want another Elalia song. Yes. So we're going to keep these two together no matter what. Yes. Uh, Mohamed Hassan, he says, uh, he should be champion. I had the longest undefeated streak in WWE history. I don't feel like that's true. Yeah. I don't feel like that's Big Show's dad. Tatanka. He had a good fucking... Undefeated streak for a while. Andre did. Yeah. Big Show's dead. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel like Mamba um, Desan uh, <laughs> falls into that category. I don't think he's even top 10, is he? <laughs> no. He's undefeated for about a month on Raw. Desan, he brags about how he's awesome and points out that, that Benoit's never beaten him. Um, Booker is a five-time loser and Desan could beat Big Show any night it's of the not week. not wrong about Booker. Nope. You lost the ball five times. True that. Uh, JBL is just like any other American, a big quitter. Uh, Asan wants what he deserves, so Long makes next week a six-way. Uh, the beatdown is on, though, as Asan gets thrown outside. Uh, Long's not done, though, because he thinks, ah, I don't well, like him. You beat Big Show on any given night. Tonight's tonight. the night, exactly. Um, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. Um, choke slam, Hassan gets in a chair shot. Uh, middle rope axe handle, um, drives the chair into Show's throat to give uh, Hassan the victory. Uh, Morgan. Matt Morgan comes in, yeah, because we need more Morgan versus Big Especially Show. Especially on fucking commentary. Yeah, we need more. Uh, it was one of them where uh, Matt Morgan was just getting hammered. Uh, Matt Morgan, sorry. Mohamed Hassan was just getting hammered. And it just wasn't, it wasn't going well at all. Matt Morgan comes in, Mohamed Hassan gets the victory. Dirty fucking heel. Love it. Love it. Uh, we see a video package of Mysterio beating Eddie at Mania. After that, Charvo starting causing problems with Eddie and Ray, uh, driving Eddie fucking crazy. Um, Eddie cost Ray a chance to become champion, uh, with the team eventually splitting when Eddie went completely over the edge. Um, we've got to the point now where Eddie has brought up Ray's family, more or less threatening to leave them without a husband or a father. Well, you know, Eddie will still be there, so he'll be technically Dominic's father. Yeah, I can still be part of his life. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, a serious Eddie doesn't think Ray knows what he's capable of, and we get that fucking serious dead behind the eyes look on Eddie's face again as it leads us to our next match 
Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. And this had a big fight feel to it. Massive. Um, Eddie, he bails to the floor uh, to start before coming back in for a head scissors into a standoff. Um, another head scissors is counted. Uh, and you can see from like Eddie's frustration setting in already. I'm waiting for him to just go outside and get a chair. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. But we didn't fairly. We fucking weather you. We come back from the break. Uh, we're very hitting a drop kick and dropping a running leg for two. Uh, abdominal stretch goes on, and we see a massive bruise on, on Eddie's ribs. Massive bruise. Um, like he's fucking took some kick there, and that's come up straight away. Um, or unless that's where he injects the steroids. Maybe. Not trying to be a cunt. Just saying. Do you know what I mean? Where can find a vein. I don't know. You never know. So he yeah. Beats himself. Until yeah. Bruises then. Um, a seated abdominal stretch stays on the ribs but Eddie gets fired up and fights up uh, Ray gets tossed outside Eddie gets sends him face first into the announcer's table um, we come back after another break um, with Eddie holding a gory stretch a powerbomb gives Eddie a series of twos and we get a camel clutch um, Eddie sends him hard into the corner and glares at the fans as they're chanting 619 some more choking we get a full Nelson but Ray gets out of it with some head scissors Eddie clotheslines him down for two and the fans are massively behind Ray Mysterio on the kick out um, another camel clutch keeps Ray down and a backbreaker cuts off the comeback. Um, Sit-out Bulldog gets Ray out of trouble and it's a big boot into a springboard crossbody for two. Ray heads up but gets crotched right back down only to roll away from the frog splash. Um, Eddie Powell is counted into a 619. Ray drops the dime. One, two, three. It's probably guarantees that Eddie's going to be even more pissed off than he were at start of match. Yeah. But when he starts smiling. <laughs> it's that maniacal, horrible fucking... <laughs> He beat me again. <laughs> oh, Ray. He did it again. Oh, Ray. You little bastard. He did it again, that motherfucker. But that double down after the wheelbarrow. Mm. Ref started cutting far too soon. Yes. Yes. It's like give him a chance to sell both being down before you start counting. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, both down and like, one, two, three. Like, fucking give us a chance, lad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so that's the main event, uh, and then we get a, a quick commercial for the six-way next week as SmackDown goes off the air. Um, what did you make? How many mavens? It was a one-match show for me. It was a one-match show. Eddie, it was all about Eddie versus Ray. Definitely, definitely all about Eddie versus. I mean, six-man should be good next week. Mm -hmm. I guess that's next week. Orton Taker. Adam Orton's not involved in this. Why don't we get a seven-way? True. True, but under but that's it because Taker's involved. But does that mean that Orton's going to get involved to prevent Taker from winning? Or yeah, is RKO is what causes Undertaker to get eliminated? Yeah, I think that's why Randy Orton's not been put in it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that was Raw and SmackDown uh, on the voyage to vengeance. Speaking of vengeance, let's run down the card, Michael. So the full card for WWE Vengeance 2005 World Heavyweight Championship Hell in the Cell: Batista versus Triple H, Kane versus Edge. WWE Championship, John Cena versus Christian versus Chris Jericho. Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Intercontinental Championship, Carly Oak versus Shelton Benjamin. And Victoria versus Christy Hemi. At uh, least Shelton's getting a rematch. Yes. For his lost title. Now, if you were uh, to it, it, get rid of Victoria versus Christy Hemi, even though that has a blood feud, <laughs> right, um, you've got one, two, three, four, five solid matches there. Yeah. Solid. Like Batista Triple H is going to be a banger. Edgley, uh, Edge Kane should be a banger. Cena, Christian Jericho got banger potential because you've got Christian and Jericho in there. Angle, Shawn Michaels should banger. match at night. Carly versus Shelton got potential to be a great match. So, I mean, that's, it's only a six-match card, 
But I'll take that. Uh, Bring on vengeance. I'd rather, you know, women's match involve Trish for women's title. Yeah. Is she still women's champion? Who is the women's champion? It's got to be Trish. <laughs> it's not Lita, because she's not, we're not seeing it yet. <laughs> it's not, it's neither Victoria nor Christy. Yeah. Because their feud started with a fucking bikini contest. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be Trish. Trish is women's champion then, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't feel like we've seen her for a fucking age. I don't think we've seen her since Mania. Well, she broke, did she broke her nose and broke her arm, didn't she? Yeah. When she had that shoulder strap, weren't she? So maybe she was recovering from injury. Well, yeah. Moss, state women's champion. Yeah. Where's President Jack? Get the 30 day rule. <laughs> Michael, before we leave, Matt Hardy breaks his silence following Monday's controversial wedding segment. Oh. Credit the matthardy.com. Following Monday's controversial wedding segment, Matt Hardy has finally broken his silence. The following was posted on his official website. I've had an amazing few days and I'm ecstatic about my future. I want to thank everybody who has been supportive and believes in me. You mean so much more to me than you'll ever know. Wherever I end up in the future, I just want you guys to stick with me and continue to believe in me. I promise I won't let you down. I will prove that nice guys do finish first. I will prove that anything is possible if you work hard enough for it. Hardy finished his piece by thanking the fans that was a hell of a reaction I got in Phoenix, Arizona, considering I was in North Carolina, North Carolina at the time. I've got to love those MFs. Didn't really we break, want Matt. Didn't really break any silence, though, did he? We want Matt. I think he's signed back. I honestly believe he's back. He's back. He's back, but he's still got uh, bookings due for Ring of Honor. See you at Ring of Honor. And then finally, Michael, before we leave... Um, I feel like we're about to uh, debunk a rumour here that's been a rumour for many, many years. WWE diva Rochelle Lowen talks about the hazing she claims came from Randy Orton. Claims she's, he hated her because she didn't know his name. So she rambles. It's a long, she goes on some podcast with Chris Cash and Big Mike of the Voice of Wrestling radio show. 30 minute interview and it's literally been transcribed into this article. I ain't reading everything. But... She goes on to talk about the infamous poo gate where Randy Orton pooed in a bag. Allegedly. 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 Apparently, it, uh, it all came from Randy Orton being infatuated with her and she turned him down. And also, it wasn't poo at all. It was sun cream and tanning lotion. She said it's just a big myth. Big myth, it was just sun cream and tanning lotion. But she did say, I wouldn't have put it past Randy Orton to poo in my bag. Uh, she also says, I became very good friends with Mark Jindrak, who is Randy Orton's best friend. Uh, I would travel with Mark and Rey Mysterio, and I'm sure that ate Randy alive. So Randy got rejected, and Randy shit in a bag, but he didn't shit in a bag. He just filled it, he just suntan filled it with suntan lotion and fucking <laughs> fake tan. On that note, Michael, this has been the point <laughs> of vengeance. But if people don't already, where can they find us on all forms? Well, on that bombshell. Join us on our socials. It's at RAO Podcast. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Still on iTunes, I think. Still I think outside so. US. I think so. And, uh, check us out Sack on Patreon. Sack it off years ago. Fuck Apple. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. And up next, it will be Vengeance 2005. But until then, I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Peace out, people. <laughs>